Hey there, horror movie tea sippers. The following podcast will contain spoilers for the movie we are about to review. If you have not seen the movie and do not wish to have anything ruined prematurely, then please do not continue to listen until after you have seen the movie. And welcome to the Horror Movie Tea Podcast. For our uh, third installment of Nicole's uh, listener request, we are doing Carrie from 2002. And for those who uh, don't know, this was actually a television adaptation. Yes, made for TV. Yes. So, uh, but before we go on to that, let's start off with tea. So... We, so for those who didn't watch the live stream, we have come across a new fun tea. It's called uh, Plum Deluxe. And uh, today, uh, yesterday we were drinking the peaches and cream oolong tea. So yesterday in real time, we record these yes. a little bit in advance. Yes, yes, thank you. Uh, <laughs> but today... We are uh, uh, drinking a Reading Nook blend black tea. And for those who are curious of the ingredients, it's got black tea, rosebuds, lavender, chamomile. And uh, yeah, it's just, it smells so, it, it smells like curling up in a corner and reading a book. Yes. <laughs> I like Absolutely. it. I like it. They do a monthly subscription where they'll send you a new tea every month, or you can order specific teas every month as well. Yes. Yes. But, um, so off to the summary. Well, okay. I, caveat, I'm really not going to do that much of a summary, because this is now our second yes. Carrie original movie, but third Carrie-type movie, since we did Carrie 2, which is very similar. So I'm just going to, for those who really don't know anything about Carrie, girl with telekinetic powers gets bullied at school and she goes on a rampage during prom because they spilled pig blood over her. But yeah, that's really, oh, my cat almost knocked over my tea. She just sat down and her butt was slaying and moving. Right. Yeah, this, this is okay. Anyways, so it's gonna be a great recording. Yeah, this will be interesting. Um, so for entertainment, I honestly, well, okay. Do you want to go first? Because I have a whole list of things to say for entertainment. Sure. Okay. Sure, I'll go first. So for this one, I would actually give it a seven. I really enjoy this one. This is actually the first one that I saw growing up, and then I watched the original afterward. But this is the one that I remember the most. And it seems a lot more, at least personally, it seems more put together. And it tends to make a bit more sense, especially with Sue Snell, how she is trying to reach out to Carrie, and she feels bad about what happened and her part in it. And then her talking her boyfriend into taking Carrie to the prom. And it also makes more sense when Tommy actually asks Carrie to the prom. He makes it very clear, yes, 
he and Sue are still together, but she's okay with me asking you to the prom because she doesn't want to go. So a lot of things like that just make more sense in the movie. It seems a bit more fleshed out. The only things that I really take issue with are like the CGI. (laughs) And some of the things are still a little exaggerated. But... I I don't I still don't quite understand the need for the uh, the meteor shower. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I, I took off a couple of points for the meteor shower, <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> but I don't really have too much to say about the the entertainment. It seems like the abuse was a little bit toned down as far as like the teachers and all. the The gym teacher did shove one of the girls against the locker. But apart from that, there wasn't that much. Mm -hmm. And when she slapped Carrie to kind of make her come back to her senses a little bit, it wasn't that hard of a slap. It was more of a shock to the system kind of thing. So it it was a little more tolerable. (laughs) And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that it's a TV adaptation. Mm -hmm. Because there's going to be things that aren't as acceptable. Um, But yeah. For sure. My, my notes. They crinkling. <laughs> they want to... <laughs> anyways. Uh, anything else you want to add before I... No? Okay. I'm good. Cool. <laughs> yeah, that is so funny because I was going to give it a seven for entertainment as well. Like, this movie, it, it really has the spirit of the original but it's a lot more toned down. It's a lot more enjoyable. It's not as sad and tragic to watch. And I mean, part of that is the ending and the fact it that they is didn't a little bit. kill her off. But I mean, as also, I found this version of Carrie to be a lot more sympathetic. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it's not like we weren't rooting for the Carrie in the original movie, but... I don't know. Something about this Carrie, she she kind of understands that her mom is being unfair. Well, I feel like the previous Carrie was kind of too lost to fully comprehend. Mm-hmm. And oh my god. Okay. No, no, I okay. <laughs> oh, she is like, let that on your keyboard. Like, no. <laughs> No kitty. But, um, but, and then the, the actress that they chose, I felt looked like Carrie. Very, like, they were, they were spot on. The part a lot better. Yeah. On, uh, well, I wouldn't say like a lot better than the original Carrie, but I didn't, they felt the same. They felt interchangeable. Um, like the, the casting. I think she was a little bit better, especially with how, like, twitchy she was. Yeah, that's fair. I feel like she played the part a little bit better. Yeah, but, um, yeah, the the casting in this movie was spot on, like, for the mom, for the bullies, for the teacher, like, yeah. And I really liked the person that they cast for Sue Snell. She yes. seemed like a, a truly um, empathetic person. Um yes. I I enjoyed how they actually you could tell the difference between the girls this time. Yeah, they didn't all look like carbon copies of each other. Well, they they all they had different hairstyle. They didn't all have yes. perms <laughs> from the seventies. <70s>. Yeah, 
we appreciate it. <laughs> there were different ethnicities. There were different hairstyles. There were even slightly different clothing styles. Yeah. It, so, I mean, a lot of the ultras, as they called them, dressed very, very similar. But you could still tell they were different people. <laughs> yeah. And this... it. I will admit it's been like 15 years since I've read the book, Carrie, but uh, I don't really remember the the old movie bringing up the dirty pillows name for breasts. Uh, maybe they did like once. They did. Okay. The, the original movie did bring it up, but only when she was putting on her dress for prom. Okay. But yeah, this movie, they kind of like explain the background a little bit more. And I want to say that that scene is what actually happened in the book, but I could be wrong. Um, I'm before we do our very last rendition of Carrie, I am going to reread the book no matter well, how many, got a week. So. I know, <laughs> I know less than that, but um, cause I think that will give us a lot better context too. Mm -hmm. But um, anyways, maybe I'll read the spark notes. <laughs> But yeah, the the random meteor scene, like like the the CG in this movie reminds me of a sci-fi original. A little bit. <laughs> like a little it's bit. really cheesy. I'm not sure what channel they initially aired it on, but they did not have the top-notch CG that a lot of other channels nowadays do. Yeah. And I know it's come a long way since 2002, but that was something special. Yeah. Yeah. And another another huge critique that I have for the movie itself is this this movie I feel like could easily be rated a lot higher if they didn't have the the random like meteor shower, the random like super loud music whenever she used her telekinesis and also the police interviews were so distracting from the movie. Like, I was getting frustrated. I'm like, stop switching back. I just want to watch the movie. <laughs> like, yeah, that was actually fairly common, I feel like, though, in the early 2000s. Yeah, but I I don't feel like there's any excuse for that. Because that's not what makes yeah. a timeless film following the trends. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think it really added that much to it. They could have done a lot of those scenes at the end after everything happened at the school. Mm -hmm. but yeah. I, I did I did want to say I forgot to mention it earlier I did add a point for the epic scene of the principal versus the lawyer yes. <laughs> the principal was kind of a jerk earlier like intentionally getting the name wrong and everything mm -hmm. and just not being that sympathetic to what happened he seemed more awkward in the situation than anything. And I know that a lot of guys feel awkward when talking about a normal bodily function that women have, but it just, it seems a little off-putting at the beginning, but then that scene with the lawyer, just, you want a lot of points back, man. <laughs> yeah. And I, I will say if they were going to make the principal, like, a better person then they really shouldn't have had the original scene where he was purposely getting her name wrong. I feel like that made the character feel kind of disconnected in a way. But yeah, after the scene with the lawyer, I was like, go principal. <laughs> 
That was awesome. And then it's also interesting how in the original Carrie movie, Sue, with her deciding to have her boyfriend bring Carrie to the prom, there wasn't a lot of character development and it seemed almost kind of like a random yeah. decision. Well, on this one... Yeah, but in this one, whenever the the teacher is telling them, is like, how did you even think about how Carrie felt? You could see the sudden change in Sue and be like, oh crap, that what we did wasn't mm-hmm. good it or wasn't funny. Right. Yeah, and, and you could tell she was kind of thinking, well, crap. If I was in that situation, mm-hmm. I would hate this. This is what we did wasn't right. Yeah, and it was pretty interesting that. I I like that they, uh, well, it was interesting that not everybody died in this version. It's like, in the original version, it's just Sue that lived out of everybody. But in this version, like, Carrie lived, Sue lived, the uh, class president. Herky Nora. Nora was her name. One of the the bullies that helped get the pig blood, he lived, interestingly enough. Yeah, he was nowhere near anything that was happening. He just heard yeah. about what was happening at the the school. And he ran to tell the two top bullies. And then his friend, Billy, told him, psycho dude, told him to go home and don't talk to anyone. So apparently he listened and he really did go home and stayed there (laughs) out of the way and everything but he was one of the few that did live and i i like the adjustments that they made to how the boyfriend was handling asking carrie to prom in the original movie he very much seemed to be pushing her and almost harassing her while in this case, they kept it just to one scene. He seemed very genuine. He wasn't lying to her. He's like, yes, I'm still dating Sue. But she didn't want to go to the prom. And she was okay me taking you. It, you know, he, he wasn't giving her any f- false pretenses. It wasn't like, yeah. oh, I'm going to be, you know, your your new boyfriend or anything. It's like, no, it's like they were going as almost like friends. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel feel like he's being a little bit more romantic than just a friend, but it's not like he is giving her any false impressions. Yeah. In the original, he definitely was being a bit more romantic towards her and everything. And I know a lot of that was, was more of an act and everything, but yeah. in this one, it did feel a little less forced and it was more friendly than anything. And he was just trying to be a gentleman and make sure that she had a good time and had a, a, a dance that she could remember fondly going forward. Yeah. And another reason why I want to read the book is because I was seeing a lot of similarity. Well, a lot of cross-references I took it between the original Kiri and then the Rage Kiri 2. Like, for example, Sue helping Kiri pick out lipstick is like, that didn't really happen. It was, it didn't really happen in the original, but then in the second Kiri, it was like a whole thing. Mm-hmm. Well, this one, they kind of made it a happy middle. But it's like, I honestly don't remember if in the book of Sue like actually helped her at all or if the or if Sue is more better reflected in the original where she just like randomly decides like we're gonna help her 
but I know. did also appreciate that she tried to help with like the dress and everything. She asked about it. What yeah. color is it? And Carrie responded, I haven't decided yet. Um, and she, she's asking, you know, would you like to, to try a few on, we could model that kind of thing. And she, she does turn her down, but at least Sue's making an effort. Yeah. And I really like how in this movie, cause in the original movie, it was very obvious that whatever Carrie was saying, people didn't give a crap. Even if they cared about her, they'd talk over her. They wouldn't really listen to what she was saying in this movie. Um, that everybody seemed to actually listen to her and respect her. Like with uh, whenever Carrie turned down Sue, is like I feel like in the original movie, if it was that situation, Sue would have like kept on pushing her and be like, "Oh, come on, we're gonna go do this," and you know, force her to do it anyways. But um, in this movie, she is like, "No, you know, I'm going to respect you." And and like at the prom, whenever the teacher was saying how beautiful. Carrie looked just like in the original the the teacher was almost like semi-abusive the way like you look beautiful or whatever but in this version she's like oh don't be so hard on yourself like you look nice and yeah and all of this won't matter anyway after you graduate yeah which I mean they did talk about in the original but it came off very differently yeah um, it did. this one was a lot a lot more sympathetic yeah, I really like the tone in this movie a lot mm. better. And the, the the supporting cast, I like a lot better. And, like, even the bully, the bully, <laughs> you, may, you hate her even more. Yeah, she did an amazing job of making you hate her. Yeah, they give you a little bit more background, but that extra, just that teeny tiny extra background just makes you want to hate her even more. But that's... Yes. That it's good to have, you know, a villain character, though it was kind of interesting that the boyfriend of her, uh, of Chris ended up kind of making it happen because she's like, I'm not so sure about this. And like with the pig thing, she is just kind of standing at the edge and it was him that killed the pig and then him that's like, oh, that's a really funny joke. We need to do this. And she mm-hmm. was kind of going along with it. And I almost wonder if they did that on purpose to make Chris a more sympathetic person. It's like, oh, maybe if she wasn't under the influence of her boyfriend, because he, he did seem to be the type of person to really pressure someone into something that they don't want to do so it's possible that maybe if she wasn't together with him that she would have made different decisions i feel like she wouldn't necessarily have done that particular prank but i do feel like she still would have really harassed her yeah all throughout and there might have been just a different kind of breaking point yeah, because it's like the the tampons in the locker, definitely Chris's idea. But pig blood, like killing a pig and then dumping the blood, like that was her boyfriend's idea. And that was a really interesting distinction. I feel like he was the main one to follow through. Yeah. But I'm we're never shown if it was her idea or his initially. Because it could yeah. have been hers just like spitballing different things. Yeah, just and being then, angry in the moment. or Yes, yeah. and then he was like, yes, let's do it. Yeah. Because he was, you could tell he was a psycho. <laughs> yeah, he was. He, he was. Psycho murder face on most of the movie. <laughs> yeah, like, so far, 
Uh, it's like I have seen the newest release of Carrie, but it's been a long time. But at least with our episodes so far, I can at least comfortably say that this version is at least my favorite version of Carrie. Yes. Now, once I read the book and then I re- we watch the newest movie, maybe that will change. Uh, I guess we'll, you guys will have to tune in to find out. But um but so far, like, I really like this version because it's not, it doesn't make you feel as crappy, but still keeps the spirit of it. But it's got, like, scenes that keep it entertaining instead of, like, constantly pound. I mean, you know, some people uh, would say that it kind of dilutes the story of Carrie, but, yep. <laughs> but I don't have anything to add on entertainment. How about you? Nope, I think we're good to move on to realism. Okay, so for realism, as kind of because I remember in the original Carrie, we said it was a six, and I was kind of thinking, I feel like this movie was slightly more realistic. Mm-hmm. So, but it didn't feel right to give it a seven. So I'm giving it a six point five in realism. Really, everything that. Uh, I mentioned in the original Carrie episode, uh, a lot of that reflects in this one, so I'm not really going to bring that up. But the 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 main thing that I'm like, oh, that is a nice little feature that they added to add to the realism was whenever Sue was giving Carrie mouth to mouth, you actually saw her lungs expand with air. Um, I'm like, oh, okay, it's, it's like subtle things like that that add the realism to to a movie. I think. Yeah, I agree with that assessment. I'm. I think a six point five is is pretty accurate. It's still not quite up to a seven, so that's that's fair. I feel like the relationships are more genuine and more believable. Yeah, for sure. And I, while I do have concerns about how they got that many tampons in our locker in that time frame, them all falling off, falling out. Yeah, I I have some concerns there, but otherwise everything else seems fairly believable. The <laughs> because I'm a giant nerd and I had questions, I did look up <laughs> how much blood would be in a pig. And I had to do some math and conversions, but it would be for an average size pig, like in between the the low and the high end of the weight scale for a pig, it would be about, it's like just under four gallons of blood. And they used like a five pound, or not five pound, five gallon bucket. So for it to be that full... That makes sense from one pig. And that was a big pig. That was a big pig. <laughs> Sorry, I, I have one quick interruption. Have you tried the tea yet? I haven't yet because it's still piping hot. I just tried it and it just like rushed my brain with endorphins. Like this is seriously the tea that I'm like, I must read while I drink this tea. <laughs> like it is so comforting. It's like, it's like a little corner of home. Like, oh my God. 
Yeah, like, it oh. it does smell of like spices and that oh. soft tea kind of scent. You can taste like the it, rose, the chamomile, the lavender. Yeah. You can taste it all. Like, oh, I love it. This, this actually might be my new favorite black tea blend. It, it's really nice. Yeah, I know a lot of other black teas have almost a harsh scent or a very strong scent. This one seems a little more subdued. Yeah, it is. It's very light, but oh. Yes. <laughs> So anyway, so I looked up the the amount of blood that a pig would have, and I also looked up how long it would take for it to clot or congeal, and it would actually be a few days. So that was fairly accurate. That was fairly accurate. Still a bit red. Still a little too bright red for it to be actual blood. They could have added just a little bit of like brown coloring yeah. to make it darker. Especially after it like sat there for a little while. Yeah. But I mean, a lot of other movies and and especially those that are like made for TV get the coloring of blood off just a bit. So it's hard. It's it is difficult, but it's not something to detract too much from it. But that was that was pretty accurate. And since it is a, a five gallon bucket that they used. With it being metal, it would actually be fairly heavy. So it falling and hitting Tommy in the head, for him to be definitely knocked out, and they said that he wasn't breathing and was his pulse was really slowing, it could potentially have messed up his spine or cracked his skull. So that was fairly accurate, and I appreciate that, because in the original, it kind of looked like... It's almost like a a comedy scene, like a slapstick thing, like, bonk. Yeah, because in the original, it was like a one-gallon bucket, (laughs) and you're sitting here like, okay, that would have hurt, and maybe if it hit in the right way, it would have knocked him out, but it wouldn't have killed him. (laughs) Like, no. (laughs) So this one was more accurate in that way, too. I did feel like the, the main bully girl, again... Played her part very, very well because we hated her so much. But she did play a really good spoiled brat. You could see where she where she came from with her dad being a lawyer. She was popular. Like, she was the most popular girl. She was pretty. She was used to having everything she wanted right when she wanted it. And exactly how she wanted it. So for her not to get her way on something, she feels immediately victimized and immediately goes running to daddy who comes into the principal's office and then gets scolded, which is amazing. But <laughs> when that still doesn't go her way, then she's like, all right, we're doing this prank. We got to teach her a lesson. She's got to get what's coming to her. So you could see the, the development there a lot better. Yeah. Than in the original. I definitely agree with that. So, and I could easily see like the scene where she came in trying to go around Sue and undermine everything that she was trying to do to help Carrie and tell her, oh, she just thinks of you as a project. Yeah. And I am so glad they cut out the scene of Sue like staring at the bucket and then the teacher thinking it was her. Yeah, I'm so glad they went around that because... Yeah, Sue wasn't even there. Yeah. 
which made a lot more sense, especially when Tommy was like, she doesn't want to go. Yeah. So she's okay with me asking you. Yeah, that fits a lot better for sure. Mm -hmm. It made a lot more sense. So I do appreciate that. And it's a little less creepy versus like Sue in the original movie. It's almost like she was stalking them to like make sure that Tommy was doing a good job and that Carrie was having yeah. fun. It's like, leave them alone. <laughs> Just trust. A little bit of trust. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it made a lot more sense. This movie versus the original. A lot of a lot of different things made more sense. And the relationships between them, because they develop them better were more believable and the reactions were more believable. Even when the bucket fell on her, well, the blood from the bucket fell on her, people ran up to her yes. to check on her and to check on Tommy. Yeah. They didn't just stand there in disbelief or shock or anything. There were a couple of people that laughed, but it wasn't quite as widespread. Yeah. And the uh, Sue's friend, minor character, forget her name, Blondie, ran up and <laughs> she checked on her, but also then went to check on Tommy, who was clearly unconscious on the floor. Yeah. The principal ran up there and immediately checked on Tommy, who was on the floor. He didn't really go to Carrie, but the coach did go to Carrie first, and she was trying to get her to have any kind of response as well. So that was a lot more accurate. Yeah, and also them making it a lot more obvious that Carrie was instigating the like the fire and all of the stuff falling versus in the original movie. It's like the, everybody was causing the chaos yeah. to happen <laughs> and Carrie was just standing there. Yeah, Carrie started certain things here and there in the original, but everybody else's panicking made it so much worse <laughs> than what it should have been. Yeah. Whereas in this one, it was very clear that she was the one doing all of it. Yeah. So there weren't stupid people pulling off pipes and wires and stuff like, <laughs> to electrocute themselves basically, or starting the fires, it was all her. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of things that this movie did right. There's things here and there that really make it fall down. Like, honestly, if they didn't have, like, the stupid police interview, all the weird CG, and the really crazy, like, meteor scenes and heavy music, I definitely would have rated this, like, a 7.5. I might have rated it an 8 if they had gotten rid of the meteor scene yeah, and tweaked the CG, I feel like those would have made it better. It is a good movie. This is definitely my preferred one of the three that we've seen so far. Yeah, for so, sure. This one is much, much better. If you haven't seen any of the Carrie movies so far, this would be the one that I would say, go watch it. Yeah, at least so far, because yeah. we've got one, so one yeah. left... Uh, one last rendition. <laughs> one more. So, and that one came out fairly recently. 2013, I believe. Yes. Yes. A lot more recent than the others. So we'll see how that one does. But other than that, I think, I think this one is the most realistic and the most entertaining of the ones that we've seen. Yeah. And uh, let us know in the comments, guys, if what your favorite rendition of Carrie is. 
um, what's your least favorite rendition and why you like one or the other. I'd be really interested to know, honestly. It's like, I know Jess said that she originally saw this one. I don't remember which, I think it was this one that I first saw, but it's been so long ago that I don't really feel like even if this was the very first one that I watched, it's going to impact my opinion much. Because I I really, no. I remembered them both, the, the original and then this mm-hmm. 2002 one about the same. Yeah, I'm about the same way. I remembered them both, but I do remember liking this one more just because it's a bit more fleshed out. And it had been years since I had seen either of them. So watching it with fresh eyes, I still feel the same. Mm -hmm. That this one did have a much better storyline and better casting. But they're both still good. They're obviously not the first one I would grab for a horror movie. but, But they are good movies. Yes. Yes. But while we're wrapping up, um, I just want to shout out that please like and subscribe or or follow whatever platform you're using. Do whatever you can, because that is truly what helps get the word, especially sharing our content with friends or family that you think would be interested in, um, you know, the the horror movie aspect. And I mean, you know, the, the tea aspect, but I know some there's tea drinkers out there that obviously aren't horror movie buffs either. But, um, you know, it, it's because of you guys that we can uh, go as far as we can. So, but, um, oh, you're, oh, yeah, this is the first time that you're tasting it. Finally, cool enough for me to drink it without it's scalding nice, myself. Right? And oh my God. <laughs> guys, guys, plumdeluxe.com. Please go try their stuff. They have so many different mm-hmm. kinds of tea available. But if you only have one to try, try this one. Yeah. Mm, it's it's so with nice. the, the Reading Nook. Yeah. Reading Nook Blend. Yes. Reading Nook Blend. Worth it. So worth it. I know we're talking about it a lot. I just want to say we're not sponsored by them. Uh, Wish we were, but we're not. <laughs> yeah, sponsor us. But <laughs> we're we're still working on those tea sponsorships, guys. We're working on it. But this is an amazing one. It is loose leaf, so for those purists that like to have the loose leaf version instead of just a tea bag, this is very very fresh, very flavorful. Mm-hmm. I feel like it doesn't quite need as high an amount as I normally have to put in the diffuser Hmm. or infuser because a lot of times with others I have to like measure twice the amount that they say this one I do like a small spoonful in the infuser and it's perfect and they like are strong (laughs) see mine I think I think this is about 16 ounces and I did the two teaspoons that recommended but yeah, the the flavor is fine. I mean, I would maybe do an added half teaspoon just to see if it being stronger affected the flavor too much. Because I know with the the previous one, the peaches and cream, that one 
wasn't quite as strong of a flavor. So that one I would definitely do an extra teaspoon. But yeah, this one. And what was weird is even though I measured out a teaspoon for each of the teas, this one seemed to fill up the infuser a lot more. Like it was just, I, I'm maybe it's because of like the rosebuds and everything that's in it. Probably. It just made it like fuller. But yeah, the the flavors, the yeah, it's it's so good. Now the peaches and cream one was really good, but this one I think actually beats it out. Yeah. Um, but what exactly is in this? I feel like there's hints of vanilla, uh, black tea, rosebuds, lavender, and chamomile. Hmm. So it's got no Maybe vanilla. Maybe it's the in lavender it. that I'm. There's something almost sweet. It might be the rosebuds because um, I've had. A rose tea before and it it does kind of add i think it's actually the lavender hmm. i don't know it's like an underlying sweetness it's so good so good guys but if you have any back to movies if you have any other suggestions for movies that you want us to watch and review please let us know also, if you have any horror games that you want to see us play during our live streams or in the condensed version, if you're not able to make the live streams, we do have those come out every Friday as well so that you can still enjoy them, even if you don't get to make it. Mm-hmm. But let us know about those as well. And in the meantime, stay safe and stay spoopy, guys. Bye. Bye.